This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Surrey's mayor says council is looking to add a 12,000-seat stadium or arena in that community. Mayor Brenda Locke made the announcement yesterday during her State of the City address. Uh, Ms. Locke uh, did say that the, that the city is looking at three sites potentially, uh, Surrey City Centre, Newton and Cloverdale. Lots to talk about here. Joining me now to talk about the issue and many other issues impacting Surrey is the mayor of Surrey, Brenda Locke. Brenda, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jeff. Great to be on your show. Well, I was a bit taken aback yesterday. You had the State of the City address, uh, and uh, you talked about a lot of things, but uh, one of the things I think caught uh, all of us, maybe off guard or just for a bit surprised, but um, uh, the talk of a 12,000-seat stadium or arena uh, that the city is looking at. Uh, what is driving this? Well, I think uh, there's no doubt that with the growth of this city, the need for that kind of space, for uh, gatherings, we see it all the time, uh, people going outside of the city of Surrey to, to have uh, events that actually should be right here in our city. But on top of all that, we have been approached by uh, some semi, semi-professional teams that would like to come to our city. Um, we certainly have got the, the uh, market for, for that, for, for soccer, for rugby, uh, for all kinds of uh, different sports. Uh, including ice hockey. So, yeah, there's lots of lots of interest. When you say semi-professional leagues, uh, can you tell us what sports? Sure. Well, I mean, I can for sure tell you soccer. I'm, we've talked to uh, some uh, semi-pro soccer teams and uh, and also uh, rugby. So there's there's all those kind of uh, teams that are looking for places and spaces and. Uh, Surrey is that market. Uh, we're that uh, young market that's already uh, highly uh, involved in sports, so it would be great for that. But we're also hearing from uh, people that are interested in large concerts, and having that kind of a concert venue would be uh, really quite spectacular for the city of Surrey. And, you know, I mean, Jazz, if you look around Metro Vancouver and the region, it's surprising that a city this size doesn't have something like this already, um, but it's it's our time for sure. Uh, this is a 12,000-seat stadium, and some have said arena. Have you made a decision, or this is part of that feasibility conversation? Yeah, absolutely. This We don't know that number could go up. I, I highly doubt it'll go down, but I expect it probably could go up. Um, and we're looking at both a stadium and or an arena, and we're we're open to both, um, and we're very much at the uh, the economic and feasibility uh, part of this because um, we're not going to uh, jump into something that we don't know our costs and uh, we don't know what the market is going to look like. So we're absolutely going to make sure if we do it, we do it right, and we do it um, with. Uh, 
all the facts on the table and and transparent to our population because Mm -hmm. there will be some costs for sure. Well, we have another million people moving to the region. Your community grows by, I believe, what, a thousand residents, if not a little bit more per month. Why not, if you're going to have an arena, uh, think the size of Rogers Arena, you know, 15 to 18,000 range. If it's a stadium with natural grass, why not do 25 to 30,000 where you could uh, potentially even host the the Whitecaps or the BC Lions. So many of the fans for both sports come from south of the Fraser. Is that part of your feasibility or study, or would you think that's a bit too big, a bit too ambitious? No, I, you know, we're open to looking at anything. There is not, uh, this isn't prescriptive. But um, I was not going to uh, make a promise that I didn't think I could keep. And I think probably we've come to uh, the realization that a 60,000-seat stadium was a a little bit over the top. Uh, So um, we want to be very realistic in what we think we can do and what we can fill and what we can afford. So, um, But if we see in in going down this path that uh, we can go larger, Absolutely, we will. What do you say to, and I, and I actually, the question I just asked you, I tweeted that out yesterday, and I'm getting a variety of responses, some positive, some not so positive. One of the complaints I was hearing was, you know, we've got enough issues and challenges for a city like Surrey when it comes to uh, costs around policing and many other issues. Property taxes are double-digit. We shouldn't be focusing on arenas and stadiums. Let's focus on some of the basics that City Hall needs to do well. And this is not the conversation we should be having. What do you say to those residents? Well, I would say that when you're building a city, a city like Surrey, um, building large event spaces for the community to gather is critically important. It's important to uh, community building. But, you know, we're going to be through at some point... We're going to be through this uh, policing uh, issue, and we'll be back on our normal uh, track. Um, so I, I'm, you know, we have to look to the future. We must look to the future. Um, part of of what I was talking about yesterday was a million people coming to the city of Surrey. We will be the first city in British Columbia to break that one million barrier, and uh, we have to have facilities for people. Um, we just can't uh, keep on sending people, uh, you know, to Vancouver or out to Abbotsford. The fact that we don't have facilities for our our um, residents is really, uh, it's not only surprising, it's just, uh, it's completely inappropriate. We need to have the kind of spaces that the public want. Uh, you brought up the issue of policing. Where are we uh, in regards to that conversation, number one? And, and, and number two, I do want to ask you, what is the property tax situation like uh, for this year uh, in regards to w- when you talk about policing as well? So um, we are at the stage where we are going to be going to court. I think everybody knows that. The court date has now been um, identified. So for us, it's just a, a matter of this, and our lawyers working to take the uh, the the province to um, to court on on the issue of policing, whether it's RCMP or or Surrey Police Service. So we're that hasn't changed, um, and that's where we're moving forward. So uh, and in regards to how much else I can tell you in regards to just the the the, the you know funding the police transition and policing general. Generally, what impact is that having in regards to property tax increases? 
Well, our property tax, we are going to do this budget based on what we know, and what we know is the RCMP contract, and that's what we're going to stick with. Um, but nothing has been um, has been completed. We're still in, in our budget uh, consultation time. So, um, and I think we have another uh, month or so to be looking at that. So we're still um, consulting. We don't have a number for you. I can't tell you it's going to be, um, I can't tell you what that number is going to be. But I know right now we're looking at what does contract policing with the RCMP uh, cost us at this point, and then we'll have to take a look at uh, the um, the increases that the Surrey Police Service wants uh, to see us spend. Sh- should uh, Surrey residents be surprised if it's a double-digit increase, or is that within the realm of possibility? We are working our darndest to keep it below that. But again, we have to go through the process. So um, I am. Uh, we're going to work our darndest to keep it below um, below the double digits. But I, I have to really make sure people understand that is using contract policing numbers. That is not using Surrey Police Service numbers. If we have to start looking at that, that's a whole different ballgame. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Brenda, one of the things I also want to touch base with you is just the approvals and housing uh, in your community. Can you just give me a sense of, you know, where City Hall is located, that Surrey Central area, how many towers uh, are actually approved already? They may not have shovels in the ground, but actually are approved or close to being approved. Uh, I just want to get a sense of how, how fast you're moving over there. Well, we're we're moving at a breakneck speed, that's for sure. So I would tell you that there is in excess right in this area of, of 20 Um I actually go outside and count cranes every once in a while. So I think about uh, a month ago I counted and there were 17 cranes in this area. But um, I will tell you this, in our pipeline, there is about a little over 62,000 homes in our pipeline right now. Uh, And if you look at what we built last year, it was about 50, or sorry, 5,200, something around that number. Mm. And the plans by the province, with the uh, Ravi Kalon announcing the housing plan uh, in the fall, with uh, potentially four to six, um, you know, properties on a single-family lot. You're also building townhouses, condominiums, a variety of housing in Surrey. What impact does that housing legislation have on Surrey's plans to move forward to build housing? Does it slow you down? Is it a question of being slowed down and readjusting and then moving forward? I'm just getting a sense of. Are you in the learning process here with City Hall's trying to figure out what this all means before you move forward? You know what, I think, well, we are certainly in the um, in the adapting process. But I don't know if it's what we're learning yet. Um, and the reason I say that is we haven't seen the actual, there's the legislation, but there's also the regulation that ties up that, that uh, legislation. So we don't know all of those pieces, but we're starting to have a better understanding of it. I think... Um, 
for Surrey, as much as I would say we can continue to build at this breakneck speed, but I still want to come back to the fact that Surrey is so um, is so underserved, whether it's in schools and our 4,000 or 400 portables, portable washrooms at our schools or our portable uh, pediatric ER. We only have um, 1.8 hospitals in in Surrey, and I say that because um, Peace Arch Hospital, about 80% of the visitors there, um, patients that go to Peace Arch are from Surrey. So we're really limited in um, by the very fact that we don't have the kind of infrastructure we need. Uh, but we are we are building as uh, fast as we can in our city, that's for sure. So you don't think this legislation right now is going to slow down the city in regards to approvals for housing? Uh, as you well, said, the regulations still have to be, you have to get through all the regulations, have to figure it all out. But, I mean, is this going to slow down your plans in regards to approvals or potentially even developers saying, wait a minute, this changes everything. We're going to, the proposals that we have before you, we're going to take them back and, and rejig them and, and because this changes everything. Is that going to slow things down? Yeah, well, you know what, Jazz, we are starting to hear that. We are starting to hear um, developers and builders say to us, well, maybe I'll just hang on till after July and see what comes out the end of this. So there's a little bit of that, but I think um, the, the real challenge for everybody is is uh, is really how do they pencil, how do they make a project financially work, and that's, that's the big challenge right now. Affordability is is uh, significant for everybody and it's certainly one of the challenges that developers have but from Surrey's perspective from what we're doing here at City Hall we're putting out everything as fast as we can possibly do it we have uh, just in introduced a new AI tool that there's going to be the ability for everybody to check in check their plans all through an automated system here at City Hall so that's uh, that's pretty exciting, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a challenge just uh, because of uh, funding for for developers. Um, but I can't see, to be perfectly frank, I don't think that the new legislation is going to make it speed up anything for Surrey. Brenda, uh, lots more to talk about. We've run out of time. Uh, look forward to chatting with you soon again. I really appreciate you making time for our audience today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye now.